From SavannahNow.com, I'm Adam Van Bremer, and this is The Commute. On today's episode, the Joyner family has done business on Broughton Street before Broughton was the place to be for retailers downtown. Now, Rule Joyner has sold the building at the corner of Broughton and Drayton and is moving his popular interior design and furniture store, 24E, to a yet-to-be-determined location. Joyner joins today's commute to discuss Broughton's evolution over the last four decades. Today is Tuesday, December the 21st, and this is the Commute Podcast presented by National Office Systems. Today's episode is a special extended Christmas week episode and our last of 2021. I recently sat down with Rule Joyner, one of Savannah's most interesting small business leaders. As you'll hear, we discuss his future, but more so the past, present, and future of retail downtown, particularly on Broughton Street. It's a long and sometimes meandering conversation. Sorry about that. But it's great to listen to on that long car ride to visit family for Christmas while making that special multiple course dinner or while wrapping presents to go under the tree. But before we queue up rule, a word about the commute's favorite local business, National Office Systems. If you are a regular listener to the commute, you know about Scott Center and his team over at National Office Systems and how they are Savannah's experts in office design and outfitting. They work with top quality suppliers such as Dirt Modular Interiors and Herman Miller Office Furniture to create comfortable and productive workspaces. Learn more by visiting www.natoffsys.com. That's www.natoffsys.com. Now, here's the interview with Rule Joiner. Joined on the commute for a long overdue episode, I think, in my mind, with Rule Joiner, who is a local businessman, uh, entrepreneur, been active in, in a number of other things over the years. Briefly, a, a run for city council, I believe. It was amazing. It was an amazing run. Uh, we won't revisit that controversy. That's Bring a good story for Bring another day. I'm ready. <laughs> and, uh, but we're having him in today in large part because his family store, 24E, which is a bit of a, not bit of, it is an institution on Broughton Street. I think people talk about Leopold's and they talk about uh, some of the other stores down there, but, but your store certainly has been there forever. And you recently closed the store. You haven't closed the business, but you closed the store. Can you kind of walk us through this next chapter for your business and then we'll kind of circle back to some other things? Sure. Yeah. We, um, you know, we've uh, been on Broughton Street since... 1986, mm-hmm. around that. Um, my father, my mother, my grandmother, mm-hmm. and uh, I just, I sort of grew up in that store. Um, you know, we've been down on Broughton Street since you could shoot a cannon down it and not hit anyone. Yeah. And it's, uh, but, you know, it's really, uh, it's been amazing for me to watch the transformation, to be part of that um, intimately. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I remember uh, me and Joel Solomon in my, wife, uh, who was then my girlfriend, um, tore the facade off of that building. Right. Yeah. Like on a Friday. And, uh, you know, that's just how different it is now. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's, it's really amazing. It's, uh, it's very, it's bittersweet that, um, that we're, we sold it, but it was time. Uh, you know, my, my mom and dad, uh, to me, we were very close knit family. And um, my father's name's on the building. And uh, it's, it's nice to actually be out from up under the building because there's a lot of pressure with that, you know, wanting to uh, 
to to do right by everybody, which, you know, in Savannah, anyways, this place is a big high school. Right. And, um, you know, you got to treat people the way that you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. You know, not not necessarily, uh, you know, you got to take Savannah on Savannah's terms. That's right. right. Yeah, right. absolutely. And um, be nice to everybody. But when there's a fight, you know, even if you lose, you have to uh, – Everybody in the schoolyard's watching. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, sometimes even um, that is very interesting. And that's the thing that I love about Savannah. I love about Broughton Street. Um, You know, I remember uh, growing up and my father's first business was at 317 West Broughton. And, uh, you know, I was I was only, you know, got off the school bus in uh, Yamacraw got on the school bus in Tybee. <laughs> so, you know, I knew people from all over the city, all over right. the town. And, um, you know, it's just very, very fond memories. Mm-hmm. And, and also, also having that, um, I don't want to say institutional knowledge, but that being able to have been there mm-hmm. for that long, mm-hmm. growing up on that street, um, it's, it's amazing. And to see where it is now. Right. Wow. Right. And, and, you know, where it's going to go. And, um, and, and I know that there, there'll be bumps and bumpy things, but you know, I'm, I'm not a, I told my mother, my mom was like, you know, whatever you want to do. And I told her, I, was, I, was, I said that it was time mm-hmm. and my wife was ready. My sisters and, you know, they, everybody was very supportive, whatever you want to do. And um, so when uh, when the time came, you know, I just felt like it was right. My mom always told me, "Don't be the last one to leave the party." Right. You know. Right. And uh, and and clean up after yourself, and yeah. you know, try to somewhat mind your manners. Yeah. Well, certainly the real estate uh, prices in town are you're picking a peak uh, in terms of selling the building for I, I, sure. I think it's a little frothy. Yeah. Um, but you know, actually, I the. Let me take that back. The, the people that we sold to, um, they are uh, from Miami, great family. Um, and, you know, it's uh, Miss Loretta Cochran and her son, um, Travis, and they're wonderful operators, mm-hmm. well-capitalized, very thoughtful, mm-hmm. design-oriented. I mean, I could not be prouder to sell it to. They, they were the right people, and right. That, that mattered. Right. Not looking to build up, buy up the whole street like some other people well, have in the past. Uh, you, you know that is um, that is amazing, and you and I walked that path together. Yeah, and uh, yeah. and you know there there was an individual that was um, certainly visionary, right? Um, and, and a lot of times, too, visionary people, especially they're well healed. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't tend to listen to anybody, mm-hmm. and he had a severe case of that. But, um, you know, he still did, even though it, it was a little bit of a double-edged sword because the values went up, mm-hmm. taxes went up, mm-hmm. um, I think had he not come through, mm-hmm. it would still be, a, it would look a lot different. I mean, that man right. went in, took down $150, $160 million worth of inventory, yeah, and then, you know, started peeling off the stucco facades and then, you know, showing the the what was behind it. Right. It was almost like a Christmas gift. Right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I had, I had my spirited conversations with him, but yeah. I, you know, really respect the man for his vision and what he did and what he tried to do. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but once again, you got to take Savannah mm-hmm. as she is, and you're not going to rush her. Right. Right. And you know, and we, and no, even if you're from here, man, you better be respectful. Right. Right. Because uh, she'll teach you. Right. And of course, we're talking about Mr. Carter, who is well known for Broughton Street as he is for for the, what is now the Tanger Outlets and Pooler. That's what brought him into town. He ended up doing a lot of things on Broughton Street, buying a bunch of buildings, buying it from maybe some other owners that had been there a long time. And we didn't take uh, the check. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to. Michael Brown. I don't want to use anybody's name in particular that, that maybe had let their buildings. Uh, well, you know, that, that, and this is all public knowledge, mm-hmm. you know, the, the Friedman buildings mm-hmm. were 10 of them mm-hmm. and they didn't want to parcel them out. You had to buy all 10 mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and I think too, in my humble opinion, mm-hmm. you know, not only was no one from Savannah willing to invest that money in there, but he had the vision to right. go in and like, see what Broughton could be, would be. Mm-hmm. My dad was, my dad was the same way. My dad was always bullish on Broughton. Right. He was, you know, he was, it'll be back. It'll be back. And, yeah. and my dad was the most positive guy you'll ever meet. Right. And uh, he loved that street. Right. Well, let's say uh, we're there. We'll come back to your business later, but we're there. So let's talk about it. Late nineties, mid nineties street is, is pretty much empty. Um, we were there. What happened? <laughs> what, ha- what happened? I mean, a lot of people credit SCAD. A lot of people credit a lot of different uh, credit tourism. There's a lot of different things that are credited for why Broughton went from, I mean, it, it was only a couple of blocks from the river, but it might as well have been eight miles from the yeah. river in terms of, of who was going there. Block was there you go. What what changed in, in your mind? Uh, you know, I, I don't think it's a, it's an end. Mm-hmm. So um, certainly Savannah College Art and Design, mm-hmm. certainly, you know, tourism, mm-hmm. certainly people that believed in Broughton, you know, with their little dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, uh, there's an Indian man that owns, uh, um, is it, is it Nan's? I can't think. It's New York Boutique as well. He had two places down there. That, that man has been down there since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, his family, his sons are still in there. You won't hear his name often, but that guy has put more hours on that street than probably than me. Right. And I have put a lot of hours on that street, seven days a week. But, uh, you know, I, I'll go down and talk to him and his sons. And it's so neat, you know, talking to him about – the days that Mr. Hyman was down there and, mm-hmm. you know, we'd go to the, it's just, it's cool. And still, you know, Levy's are down there Levy's with, right. with uh, um, you know, their family, yeah. uh, Lowell Cronowitz and Hillary are, are still running it. And, mm-hmm. um, and certainly the Sussmans, I mean, mm-hmm. John Sussman is there and uh, it's, you know, it's just neat that we we still see each other on the street and stuff like that. And it's, it's sort of like that Bugs Bunny cartoon, you know, where uh, the, um, had the sheep dog and Wiley coyotes like, Hey Sam. Yeah. So, uh, you know, showing each other respect and, and knowing that, uh, you know, there's, there's been a lot of time put in that street with, with family and, and it's, it, it is, it's more than a business. Right. And it grew block by block. I mean, you, you were probably further. It took a little minute further west. To us. Right. Right. Further um, east. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I think that there was a couple of stutter steps that, you know, in hindsight, I think would have worked better. You know, we had we had funding for Broughton Street 
and all that funding and that opportunity sort of got pushed back to the other side of ML King. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard should have been, the, the two should have been developed together. Mm-hmm. And I, I would probably, thinking about in hindsight, would have started at the two intersections mm-hmm. where, I mean, where, where the two intersect and go down in tandem mm-hmm. on the street to where you would have a, um, you know, a little critical mass there because I, you know, it hindered, I think it hindered um, Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard as well because they started all the way on the other end, um, which, you know, I get it and I understand why. But, uh, you know, four, eight years is a, in a blink of an eye is yeah. not much time, especially when you're developing a city as, um, as complex as Savannah is. Yeah. And, uh, and I think, you know, if, if they probably would have taken both streets and developed from that intersection and worked both of those streets as one. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it, you would have had a critical mass a lot quicker you would have had i think the community much more excited about it and um and it probably would have shaved a few years off in my opinion right we mentioned mr carter earlier he came in you see a lot of the i'm trying to think of who was who was in the crest building was was gap the first big name gap that was, was the first everybody yeah, was they're the first ones yeah right and and, and and everybody's coming after gap right and then yeah. uh and as you as a local and you're looking at that, I mean, obviously, okay, well, that's going to bring people down here, but it's a double-edged sword too, right? Because you, you kind of lose the whole local feel of it. Man, I have never been like that. No. Um, I think that, you know, and I, I hate saying this, but I, I am more of a market guy, mm-hmm. free market guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you need some gaps down there. You mm-hmm. need, uh, you know, it was like when McDonald's came. Right. Everybody was thinking the sky was going to fall. Oh, uh, yeah. And it's, was, and it's been fine. Yeah, that was a fight. Yeah. I yeah. That well. um, and, and, you know, we, we get in a tizzy sometimes, in my opinion, you know, much much ado about nothing. Mm-hmm. When we should have took that energy and put it in something else. Right. Something a little bit more positive and, and uh, probably would have had a better outcome. But. You know, gap, you need your gaps, you need your banana republics. Mm-hmm. Um, really hated to see Victoria's Secret leave mm-hmm. because you know they that's a that's a strong, strong brand. Uh, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, Broughton Street will continue to evolve. Uh, it will continue to be successful. I think it is gonna have a couple bumps in the road. Right. Um, and uh, you know, it's like what I told my mama too. I said, I'm not I'm not sure that I'm done with Broughton yet. Right. Or Broughton's done with me. Right. So we'll see. Right. Well, it's probably 10 or 15 years ago, people were talking about it in King Street and in, in Charleston, right? Yeah. They, they saw kind of the, the, the I won't say the lower end, but the, the, the more middle-class brands coming in. And, and was this going to lead to higher-end brands like we've seen in Charleston? Do you still see a potential for luxury brands down there? You know, I don't think it's necessary. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I think what makes Broughton cool is, you know, Paris Market, mm-hmm. Coffee Fox, mm-hmm. um, you know, blends, these, these, these little places that are, that the owners are in there and they're quirky and they're a little different and, you know, Leopold's and that, that's the romance. That's the story. If you want to go buy a Louis Vuitton, you can go online. Mm-hmm. 
And um, and I think that's why, you know, that's why we've been able to be there for a little while. You know, we and and honestly, we left on our terms. Mm-hmm. I mean, business has never been better. Mm-hmm. And um, although we we thought we thrive in dynamic situations, sure, but it's because we're you know we're we're like a we're a little ship, and you can course correct. Mm-hmm. You know, I can fail fast and change, mm-hmm. and um, and I love it. And but I think you know the the bigger businesses, those that you can shop online. It's good to have some of that down there, but I don't think it's necessary. I, I think, you know, anybody that's coming down this from, from New York or from Chicago or Atlanta, you know, they know where to buy a Louis Vuitton. They're coming to go to those special Instagrammable moments, sure. experiences yep. that they can go back and say, hey, I bought a T-shirt at so-and-so's place and look at this picture. And, you know, it's uh, that that's what I think is sort of, the future of brick and mortar, but, um, uh, you know, if you're going to make it, mm-hmm. but I think even beyond that, you can't just be like a hat. You can't have a, um, commodities in there. It has to be something sort of specialized and something that, you know, says something about your company culture and, you know, it's, it's, it's complex. And that's really even part of why I thought it was time, um, you know, before you know it, you're in there 20 something years and you thought you would be further along and it's, you know, you're, you're working on all these things that are always yelling at you, right. But not working on the silent things that are really going to help you expand. And, um, and, you know, I, I, I am quite honestly uh, giddy because I feel like a dog off a chain. When locals talk about Broughton street recently, and I'm going to I'm going to throw him under the bus. Uh, city talk of Bill Doris is is expressed in the newspaper often. He is concerned about locals downtown. As somebody who has been there up until just a couple of days ago, um, what are locals still shopping downtown? Is that a legitimate fear? If it is, how do what can be done to bring locals back? Well, down? I'm I'm actually excited that Bill is thinking that way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's good for him to be concerned. Mm-hmm. And, um, but you know, I don't know I, what data is bill coming from. Is that mm-hmm. from, you know, talking to retailers? Mm-hmm. Uh, is that from, you know, is it, is he hearing that at the pub mm-hmm. or is he hearing that in his bubble or is, you know, where's that economic data coming from? Mm-hmm. I will tell you this, you know, locals were our reason for even doing what we did. Mm-hmm. You know, it was so cool to see my friends and, you know, folks that I've grown up with. I mean, it was just such a big deal for us to do these windows for them. And it was, you know, it was just, we enjoyed that. That was a point of personal pride, Mm -hmm. but, um, you know, people coming from South Florida, Mm -hmm. people coming from Atlanta, Chicago, New York paid the bills. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and, and we're not exactly a cheap store, Mm-hmm. You know, I get it. Um, but, you know, some of those folks, they would come in and they would really help to make our month. Right. And let me tell you what, if you want to be concerned about Broughton Street, mm-hmm. get concerned about the tax that people are paying, paying down there. Mm-hmm. You know, we were paying um, around $6,000 a month, mm-hmm. you know, with uh, taxes and um, 
actually, that didn't include insurance. And uh, I mean, before we twist the key, mm-hmm. that is ridiculous. Right. And that's tied to your property values, right? Yes. Yeah. And, you know, and there, there is a, I, if there's something that Bill should be concerned about, it's that. Yeah. Uh, don't worry. Savannah will take care of itself. And the locals will come back around. Will you, come saw, around. you saw the locals. It wasn't like there was, that they disappeared. Locals, I mean, you know, at least our army of them, they came mm-hmm. by all the time. Mm-hmm. And, and bought and supported us. And, but, you know, and, and not to be contrary to Bill at all. I mean, no. he, he's got his perspective and I got he's mine. Got, he's got thick skin. He can, yeah. No, no, no. Really. <laughs> Look, honestly, it's nothing personal. Yeah. I mean, you know, but you're talking to a guy that spent 25 years mm-hmm. in retail on Broughton Street, mm-hmm. Fridays, Saturdays, Christmas. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't like I just, you know, oh, this is what I think. And, mm-hmm. and, that, and I don't mean that in a gruff way, but... I think I've uh, I've earned mm-hmm. that. That's why I asked you. Yeah, so um, you, you come with the expertise. Yeah, but but I, I think uh, I think a, a really good legitimate concern is, is the taxes, and you know you're going to lose those businesses that give that street the texture that it needs, the uh, you know the the variety, and like Solwigs. Mm-hmm. I remember. You know, somebody's like, oh, that place needs to go. I'm like, no, man, that's, you know, that's cool. Mm. And and how, that, that's the difference between it and King Street. And I love mm-hmm. King Street. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Savannah has this edge. Mm. You know, we are the fun sister. Mm. And, um, and you know, it's, it's those cool buildings and those cool businesses like that that give us our flavor. Mm. And, you know, it's sort of hard, man, to sell that many wigs to pay that type of insurance, right. I mean, that type of taxes. Right. And so, um, you know, and if you're not careful, the street will be full of stuff that you can buy on Amazon. And guess what? The yeah. locals won't come around then. Yeah. And those places will change out every couple of years. They'll yeah. be gone. Right. And then that street will go dark again. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you, that's the difference between it being just a pure business decision and somebody that loves to be there. Right. Right. And, you know, and that's, that's what kept me there 25 plus years. Right. And, um, you know, it's cause I did, I, I loved going down there. Broughton street was my, was my office. Right. And, um, you know, it was a point of pride. My father's name is on that building. That mm-hmm. means that, you know, it has to mean something. Mm-hmm. And you don't get that when there's a lot of people that are, uh, making sure that shareholders are happy soon as, you know, they fulfill their lease obligation or whatever it is, and you're not giving them the ROI that they need. Not making a number, that's right. They're out because there is no, you know, it's just business. And unfortunately, you know, well, or fortunately, that uh, we were closer to that building than it just being business. Right. You are listening to an interview with Rule Joiner. We interrupt or break up this discussion to tell you about a special Christmas season deal from the Savannah Morning News. Get full access to savannahnow.com and our mobile app, both the online homes of the Savannah Morning News, for just $1 a month for the next six months. Go to savannahnow.com slash subscribe now and sign up. Again, that's savannahnow.com slash subscribe now and sign up. Now, back to the discussion with Rule Joiner. So you mentioned the taxes. I know you probably got some ideas. Is it uh, what to do? Uh, can we can, we can we freeze? Can we do a Stevens Day on you, commercial? You just property? do a Stevens Day. 
Yeah. And, and people will say, well, you know, what do you do with the shortfall? Control your spending. And also, you know, contact, I, we're talking about if we wanted to get into this, you know, um, <laughs> I think, and, and this is sort of where some institutions start getting, taking incoming and the fact of the matter, like SCAD, mm. you know, I hear so many people like, you know, SCAD needs to, they need to do this. They need to do that. Spano would be making if it wasn't for SCAD. And I love everybody for making. <laughs> but the Mercer people may be mad. Well, don't mean anything. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. Um, but you know, Savannah is Savannah because the Savannah College of Art and Design. Mm-hmm. And I'm also old enough and been around long enough to remember, you know, how people sort of look down their nose at that school mm-hmm. in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And now it's the 800 pound you know, behemoth in the yeah. room, but, you know, they're, they, they give back. Mm-hmm. They're, they're re- respected across the globe and they helped to get us where we needed to go. Um, you know, Savannah punches way above her weight because of entities like SCAD, but, um, you know, but some people, they have a legitimate question to ask about, you know, how do we how do we get some of this stuff back on the tax rolls right. when you got over a, a hundred properties? Yeah, their appetite for property acquisition is well insatiable. Yeah. Adam, I think that's I, I I've never seen SCAD buy anything out of speculation. Mm. SCAD buys stuff when it's in their when it when it is strategically needed, when it's in their strategy. And and, and if it's you know, if it's a good deal. If they find something that's a good deal, they're not buying it. They only buy it if it is in their strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and if and I've also seen properties that are really expensive as long as it's in their strategy and, and what they're doing with their vision, they get it. Yeah. But I think the law school, I think, was a good option. Yeah. Good. Which I mean, who would have went in there and taken that project down and you know and utilize that space like SCAD has? Um, and so that's a huge value for Savannah, but, you know, I've, I've asked some of our leadership before, have you, have you contacted SCAD? What case in point, um, Mr. Hernandez came down from, came, came up from Florida, uh, talked everybody into a fire fee. Be our city manager, Rob Hernandez. Who right. Former city manager. Right. And, and I, I think his heart was in the right place. He was trying to, you know, figure out a way to close that gap. And, um, and, you know, it was a regressive tax that ended up affecting the ones that were most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I, you know, I remember them pitching the plan to me and it was, I mean, we would save money on our taxes. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, well, you know, it only charge so-and-so 250 bucks. I'm like, well, what if their property value for the year is $500? that's quite an increase, especially for somebody that's on a fixed budget. Right. So, you know, I think Rob did not think about what was probably be the most obvious thing, pick up the phone and call SCAD Mm -hmm. and talk to him about it, communicate. Um, And, and he didn't, I know he didn't, I asked. Mm. Um, So, you know, it's not a, it's not a situation I think to where, um, we should start to cannibalize ourselves, and certainly, 
disrespecting the institutions that helped get us here, but, you know, honoring those and protecting them and, and, and having that, that communication between the two to see where you can find a middle. And it's not just SCAD. I mean, you know, look how many other areas that are tax, um, you know, that there's a lot of places downtown that do not pay. That's right. Yeah, yeah, there's and um and something like thirty percent of the properties. It's it's a you lot. You said it, not me. It's a lot. And uh and but you know we um we paid ours or tried to, and mm-hmm. you know it was it was tough, man. Yeah. In fact, that that was a you know I had a big resentment against this uh, newspaper for a long time when I ran for office. You know, it was above the fold. Mm-hmm. Joiner doesn't pay taxes, and you know we had a. We had an agreement with um, with the uh, revenue department, actually city manager, and we were making payments on it. But, you know, I was much younger and also realized that, you know, you guys were doing your job. But we would have never probably been in that situation had there been a little bit of leadership that said, hey, you know, we need these businesses down here. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it, that was one of the major reasons I ran Mm-hmm. I felt like I couldn't get anybody to listen to me. Right. You know, whether it was parking or taxes or whatever it was. Um, and, and I thought I had a doctorate in Savannah and I really had about <laughs> elementary. Yeah. I don't think anybody has that education in it. And, uh, and, but, you know, thank God it was, it was one of the most gratifying things that I've done as an adult. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it was a huge learning experience. And um, I got a lot of great mentors through it that still mentor me today. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know just about that much more now yeah. than I did back then. Yeah. So you've opened the door here and we didn't prep for this. So I'm throwing this at you out of left field, but you're not closing your business formally. You're going to continue no. doing what you're doing. But at the same time, is, is something else in your future or politics? No. In your future? I, no. I'm a, uh, well, I shouldn't say no, because I think I'll always stay active. I'll always stay involved. Mm-hmm. And, I, and it wasn't a situation, too, that, you know, we we uh, we fought a good fight, mm-hmm. raised more money than any aldermanic candidate, raised more money than all the mayoral candidates except for two. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I just literally, I just loved it because mm-hmm. I got to get out and meet and talk to people and, I mean, I, I went to areas of Savannah that I, you know, did not know, which mm-hmm. is very, uh, I, I've, I've been all over Savannah. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, you know, I knocked on probably 95% of the doors in the first district. Mm-hmm. I wore out two pair of shoes mm-hmm. and, um, you know, met community presidents to activists to concerned citizens to, you know, and pretty much just dug in. And it was just, it was incredible. Right. So, uh, so never say never, but no plans, no plans. No. I, and, and like I said, I just, uh, I, I've also learned too, that I, I like to help mm-hmm. and, um, I don't, I, I, and I think my wife likes it better too, that I don't necessarily have the bullseye <laughs> on me. Right. And, um, but I, I, uh, I loved it yeah. and, and, and learned a lot. And, you know, I, um, I remember when I lost three days later, Edna Jackson came to me, uh, Miss Edna, mm-hmm. And she goes, you know, rule. I know what you're trying to do. And she goes, and I want to help you. Mm-hmm. 
And she did. She, um, you know, we uh, took the Downtown Business Association and took that membership up to, I think it was around 350 members and, you know, really started working on a lot of uh, crime initiatives with the Tourism Leadership Council, Mm -hmm. um, Savannah Chamber. Uh, I mean, you know, as long as you don't care who gets the credit. Yeah. You can get so get much done, done. Mm-hmm. and um, and you know Miss Edna, she walked me through it, and you know gave me a lot more institutional knowledge that I thought I had. I did not. I didn't know anything, mm-hmm. and um, and you know and like uh, and and I and I got I still got great uh, mentors. Uncle Steve Steve Green, mm-hmm. um, you know he uh, learned a lot from him and. And, and partners that we work with today, I mean, you know, you will not find a group more dedicated to Savannah than the business leaders that you see here. You know, Michael Owens and uh, I, 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 I shouldn't even start naming yeah, names. leave people out, right? Yeah, I'm going to leave people out. But, I mean, it's really incredible how much people care about this community. Mm-hmm. And it's not just lip service. And, uh, you know, and I wish some people – you know, which it takes all kind to to have a, a successful or or a rich community like Savannah. But you know, sometimes if we would just be a little quieter and listen a little bit more than just run off, you'll see that. I mean, the people that really care, they're looking out for the interest of all. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's a, a you know, luckily for me, this is the only place that I've lived as an adult. But I I find that I, you know it's any other people I talk to from other areas or whatever, as far as their involvement, I think ours is unmatched. I wanted to do a U-turn on you and go back to Broughton Street a little bit, kind of close the loop there. Is Obviously, the city has been doing a project to improve Broughton Street. Uh, it's been hit by fits and starts. It was pulled back for the month of December. Which to, was very smart. Yeah, to try to – because I think that was a great move. Two blocks completely torn up was – basically messing up all the businesses that were in and around it. Well, you know, kudos to this administration for doing that because, um, you know, the morale alone during Christmas, dropping that on people's heads is just brutal. And, um, and, and I'm, I'm happy to see them uh, do that. But I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're fine. I, you're going where I wanted you to go. And that's, you know, do you see this as this, as they restart this project, as this project, eventually we're going to assume is going to get done. How much more, how much does that do for Broad Street? You know, I think it'll be beautiful. Um, I, uh, you know, I, I think that really we have to focus on, if, well, for, first of all, I mean, in, in my opinion, I, you know, Broad Street was great as it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you could have put that money somewhere else that did need it. Uh, didn't have sidewalks or whatever it is, go in there and pressure wash it and, um, and just let it keep clicking. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that's just me and that's my opinion. But they, you know, they, the streets that are done, they're gorgeous. They look wonderful. Mm-hmm. But I, uh, I really feel for the folks that are sitting there taking that incoming, you know, for it to be beautiful for the next set that comes up. And I, um, I hope that, you know, uh, that I, I'm not looking for government to do this. Mm-hmm. I think that Savannah, if they really care, mm-hmm. you know, show up, shop. And uh, it's more than a Facebook post, you know, and it's more than just small business Saturday. 
every dollar that you spend with a small business is a vote for that business to continue to thrive and stay open and employ someone. And, uh, you know, and it's, it's important. It's, uh, you know, gosh, it's, it's amazingly important. And, um, you know, and, and also larger businesses that are doing well around here, go and buy your gifts from these businesses, go and support them. And, you know, it may be a little bit more expensive, but go and help them, mm. you know, and uh, th- these are the people that you come and ask them for something for Susie's yeah. Girl yeah. Scouts and yeah. Bobby's baseball team. I, you know, I um, other small businesses will not say this, but I'll say it for them. There's nothing more demoralizing for some of these folks and somebody that comes in and never shop with them. Mm-hmm. And ask them for something. Ask them for a sponsorship. Yeah. 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 And you know, not that not that they aren't happy to do it and they do it, but it's in their mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and it's really not that hard, even if uh even if it is a little thing or whatever, you know, it's just something because I think that, that I think it's important. Mm-hmm. Let's talk, let's go back to your business. And uh, I have not my son loves your store. So I have not told him. God, he's a smart boy. I have not told him yet that you were close because it's going to break his heart. How old your son? He is 14. And he, he's a big aviation nut. So really? he goes into your store and he sees all the interior designs that are about aviation. And he's and then he looks at the price tag and he looks at me. And, I, I, I might be able to find him. <laughs> but uh, regardless, uh, you, you, you have a warehouse here in town. I know you did a lot of business out of that storefront. But at the same time, also, you did a lot of business, not out of that storefront, just custom orders and, and online and some of the other things. What is the, what is the future for you now that you don't have that storefront? Um, you know, I, I think we're going to have a lot more time to focus on the things that, you know, didn't command our attention before and be able. And, and, and those are factors that are going to really help us grow and, you know, and, and, and be personally satisfied. Um, you know, I think uh, for the first time in 25 years, you know, I've been able to, I, I'm going to have Christmas this year and yeah. not be, you know, in the middle of Christmas retail. And, um, you know, we've, we've done that a long time. It's, it's in fact, shoot, it's, you know, it's robbed a lot of that for my kids. Yeah. It really has. Yeah. And now I'm going to be able to go and do something with them. Um, I'm super excited about it. But getting back to what you said, it is about experiences. It is about sharing. It is about, you know, I, th- I think that you're really, at least we are working on building what is, and I, this is so cliche, but a lifestyle brand. Right. But the lifestyle brand is nothing more than like you living out your life sort of through your designs and people can, um, you know, get into it where they want or not. But I think, too, what I want to add with what we're doing is also to highlight other people's businesses, other small businesses. So it's not just, you know, me, 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 me. Mm. And, um, and I, I find that like the most gratifying when I get out of myself and start, you know, to advocate for somebody else or, you know, give somebody else a little bit of lift for their brand. That would just be the coolest. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think that, you know, that's that's sort of that would make me happy at the end of the day but you know i mean we're we we've 
even right before COVID, the amount of travel that we had going on. And um, I mean, and quite frankly, a lot of it didn't really get much video, didn't get, you know, just was not our focus. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've always sort of felt too that, you know, I'm not afraid of attention, but I also a lot of times, you know, sort of feel bad about that because, you know, it just, if it, we're taught not to be braggadocious or, mm -hmm. but, um, you know, working on getting over that, not being braggadocious, but, but putting ourselves out there. Right. And, um, and so, you know, people, you know, they want to be voyeurs, they want to be part mm -hmm. and now they can, you know, if I devote the time to it, and, you know, we get serious about it and it's going to be a learning process too. I mean, you know, I know, I know nothing about that stuff other than, you know, luckily I just buh, 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 start running my mouth and hopefully that it just turns out yeah. and, you know, sometimes it does, sometimes it does. Something good for social media, right? Well, it's uh, it's live without a net. Uh, yeah. So, you know, and that, that I have no problem with. Yeah. Well, we see a new showroom. I know you have a you have a warehouse where you're gonna have some stuff. We see a showroom there. We're working on um, some things right now, um, but you know, even before I sold the building, we had planned to take the second floor, and um, we were going to turn it into VRBO. Mm -hmm. But you know, like six units that were all 24E flex spaces to where you could come in and rent. You know, the experience per night and it just be, you know, designed in that 24E look, everything QR coded. So you could purchase it mm -hmm. from, um, you know, production things to custom to whatever. That's what I was seeing. I, I think it's going to be those types of things that, you know, will, would be able to propel us. Mm -hmm. And so will I have another retail store that's nine to five? Probably not. Right. Will I have some a showroom that'll be you know where we'll have events or, um, or appointment only appointment or or you know seasonally or whatever? Oh, I love it. I have no problem with that. But I just I don't want to be you know, and I'm such a control freak anyways with some things that um, it's just better to leave that alone. Yeah. And you know, thank God for Cindy, our general manager. She is uh, she puts up with a lot with me mm -hmm. and um and she you know this is able to free her up and us you know be able to get out there and work and i hope that you know my wife gets more engaged with it you know delane was such a huge part of this of, of this brand mm -hmm. and she's been you know raising kids for 16 years mm -hmm. and you know this was this was part of her identity this is you know part of her saying what who she is to the world and uh and now, you know, it's going to be her option, whether she wants to get back into it or she wants to continue to be an amazing mother, which she is. Right. But, you know, we, we I, I think that we're all sort of at a crossroads and, you know, and it is stressful because people handle stress differently. But I think it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to good to be able to reset and. Yeah. Burn the fields. Yeah. Try to figure out what's what's next without it's gonna be awesome. Worrying I mean, about too we're much. going to be able to go around, be involved in projects, highlight other people. I mean, meet cool people, do cool things, not have to, you know, punch a clock mm -hmm. and do what I want. Mm -hmm. Not a bad gig. Mm -hmm. Well, 
That said, we'll miss the store. But uh, you won't miss me. I'll be around. We'll, uh, I'm not far. We'll look forward to to your next chapter for sure. But thanks so much for for taking the time and filling us in and giving us a little bit of a context on Broughton Street. It's as you know, I'm a bit of a, a nerd when it comes to that kind of thing here in this town. And it was good to hear it from somebody that's seen it for 40, almost 40 years, right? Well, so, Adam, I, I appreciate you uh, giving me the opportunity and thanks for all that you do for our community and uh, letting us come out and say our, our piece. And, you know, to anybody that I left out Charles' names, very sorry, <laughs> didn't mean to. And uh, Olivia and Ryder, love y'all. See y'all soon. We'll get we'll get everybody else in uh, down the road. That's all for the commute podcast in 2021. We will be taking a production break for the rest of the year and we'll return on Tuesday, January the 4th. Thanks one last time in 2021 to our presenting sponsor, National Office Systems. If you like what you hear and you want to hear more interviews with local newsmakers, check out the commute archives by searching the commute with that Savannah opinion. Thanks for listening. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. (laughs) 